another Jerks in the Fourth Row podcast. Uh, today, the dog and I are kind of coming into this uh, podcast a little bit blind. We decided to come up with a couple of questions for each other, you know, kind of off the cuff uh, to ask and just kind of riff on on stuff that as a kind of a continuation from last podcast. Uh, we kind of like the format. We're just kind of getting back into recording podcasts. So, dog, welcome. Let's do this yeah. again. Yeah, I, I was feeling good after I just finished listening to our, our last podcast, and I'm and uh, I'm feeling better after the, that than the MTV one. So, uh, so that 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 will go down and in infamy as our yeah. Our worst that, that'll be the hidden. Hopefully, so if you, no one will ever hear. Well, if you know what happened, if you downloaded it, then you still have it on your podcast. So the fact that I downloaded the file, I still have it on my pod. So there could be some yeah. some listeners out there, the loyalist of listeners who automatically download might have the lost tapes of that mtv uh yeah they'd have to pay big money for that i think (laughs) for my ego to allow that app anyways uh we're getting into just a few questions today for each other um this isn't going to take all that much time so i say we just get into it what do you got for me oh all right so let me lead off with with my question or one of my questions for you well one's a question the other one's just kind of more of uh just a topic conversation so but the first one um, I'm asking you, as a musician, uh, can you a tell when an actor does not is not a musical actor or actress? Absolutely. Okay. 100%. And it, be, yep. and it be does it ruin the movie for you? It really takes me out of it. Great question. Is it absolutely takes me out of it? I'm always watching someone's finger. I mean, it's just something that you do as a musician. I think you look at the fingering. So like when you. Uh, <laughs> That's why I'm always crazy impressed when like, uh, you know, we've talked about a hundred times, but like Val Kilmer actually did the vocals in the door. It's like, you can see his voice moving and like, you can hear some of Val in it. Like, and I think that's like the crazy impressive, you know, acting roles um, that people take or attempt like Jamie, um, Jamie Foxx is, is, is a truly piano player and he kills the Ray role. I think that that really helped to emphasize the, or legitimize you know, his performance. So you'd also agree that Remy Malek was great as Freddie Mercury. <laughs> <Don't even laughs> going from <laughs> going from that logic, it sounds like you you think that he deserved the Oscar. Well, there's there's one thing to mimic someone is, is you know, there's that's absolutely takes skill and talent and it sounds like he did a great job of that. I just uh I just that don't want to take away from Freddie. But let's let does it does it take it, me out of it when I see someone who doesn't play guitar in there? You know what really gets me is when a drummer is off. Mm. So when when I hear like cymbals crashing and they're like just on the hi hat keeping a simple beat and like there's clearly much more going on in the song, that's when I'm like, okay, I'm completely out of this right now. Yeah, you can um, tell. They, there's tricks too that they do. Like you can see, like especially the piano is the easiest one because you can always angle it where you can't see the keys. And like the 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 piano player, if he doesn't have it, like they can hide, you know what's going on there. I feel like that's that's an easy camera trick. I don't know. Yeah. I can't always tell. I can tell like when it comes to like athletics, like if a guy throws a baseball or tries to shoot hoops, like Wesley Snipes in in uh, He Got Game or no, um, White right. Man can White Man Can't Jump. Uh, someone some people just can't swing a bat or they you know if you've never it it doesn't come naturally the the proper mechanics yeah that's almost impossible to hide but i feel like they do a better job with music but i'm sure that you when you're watching you can automatically tell uh, yeah and it's not necessarily even if because sometimes i see 
what, what really gets me is just the dubbing over because sometimes I see people holding actual chords and their fingers are doing things so they may actually be able to play guitar but the the track playing over it is very clearly not that what they're playing and I guess that's a more intimate knowledge of the instrument but like yeah he's like holding a G chord and someone's like you know doing something higher up on the neck in in the sound it definitely takes me out of it off the top what's the most egregious form of that that you've seen taking like real people out of it like the ashley simpsons the millie vanillies the the lips the, the, what's the, the most egregious lip sync the that true I've seen fakers on, yeah you know? no so like on screen or on a tv show like do you have one right off? i know i'm coming to you you know this is the first time you've heard the question no but. no i understand no if there's one that i was i think is particularly egregious um Jeez. No, I, I don't know if I have necessarily. Uh, are all those no, guys for the doors? Are all those guys actually playing the instruments? Johnny Drama is. Uh, I know. I know. Um, Densmore, the guy who's playing John Densmore. Um, who? Dylan. Kevin Dylan. Yeah, D Johnny um, Drama. I know he's actually playing for sure. I don't know about the guy who plays Raymond Zirik. Um, not sure. Um, the Robbie Krieger, actually, and I'm sure that the guy who played Robbie Krieger learned the guitar mm -hmm. in order, actually, well, he learned specific chords in order to match. So that's something why I was, I was, I think so in love with that movie is that Oliver Stone made the actor learn the proper chords. So when he was matching it up, it didn't look off, um, which I had such a huge appreciation for, um, switching topics real quick and bring it back to you, unless you had one. Um, that you wanted to bring up. Um, no, go for it. Of your own. We'll, we'll you know what really takes me out of movies it. too is improper animal placement. So, uh, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> all right. So, okay, it's the same. It's on the same. It's on the same realm. So, if like, what? A like if they put if they by... put like what like a horse in a tree or something, like what are you talking about? <laughs> no. Um, so if if uh, you're on the East Coast, you know someone's walking through New Hampshire and they run into a grizzly bear. It's like, oh, wait right, a minute, we right. don't even have those here. That's something that you know. It's like I know it's a movie, but it really takes me out of if uh, like landscapes are clearly you know in the old Bond films, they're all shot in out uh, in California, but it's supposed to be England. Like stuff like that really takes me out of it. But in particular, the the uh the animal stuff if i see an animal that doesn't line up i just like wait a minute i think we've talked about this before when the breaking bad when walter white is shipped off to new hampshire and there's like these huge like you know west coast the sierra yeah, yeah exactly like spruit yeah, right. like that would just never be in in the woods out here yeah that's yeah. that's definitely yeah that's for something that that for some reason that is landscape in the, in the animals like the setting it has to be accurate for me to be to be in, immersed in it um, but my, my, um, my questions are completely off that topic. So Phil, what Phil and I just came with like literally two random questions for each other. Um, but are there any things, so on the topic real quick, before I ask you my completely off topic question, are there any things that take you out of movies like that? Like for me, the animals, or well, the I think on the last one, this was kind yeah. of, a, yeah, yeah. The bad, bad, uh, special effects definitely do bad acting always does, but like, as you know, if if someone's bad at sports, I just more laugh at it, and I'm just I accept that for what it is. Yeah, no, that that's a good one. It doesn't I think, take me out of in it. Baseball, in baseball movie, for some reason it does me. When you know, being a baseball player, it's much about mechanics. I think when I see someone who's just very obviously super goofy, how would you how would you critique uh, Chet Stedman's form? 
I felt like Gary Busey had a pretty yeah. good arm in that. <laughs> Gary Busey was okay because baseball back in the day, like when that was 95 or I think maybe 96. Um, and, uh, you know, that was pre right as baseball mechanics were really getting fine tuned. Um, the world of baseball really did change in the mid to late 90s in terms of um, mechanics and the science of baseball came mm. into things. Um, so completely, completely switching gears here. Uh, the last podcast had me thinking, you know, we were talking about um, what mediums we're using or how we're consuming stuff. Um, and my question for you is how in, in this day and age are you uh, finding new movies, and new shows? Are you simply going with the algorithm, like what's presented to you or I, I you, still do you I, have trailers and word of mouth are basically the two things that work best for me at least when it comes to movies like i mean yeah, but where are you seeing trailers like on, on like, like on hulu like just on ads like if i'm you know going through with the you know watching like a sports movie or, or sorry like sports highlights or something like i'll get i'll get like that 15 second ad that you can usually skip at the beginning which i will but i'll make a note of it i'll go back and watch the ad under on, on my own pretext or my own power um, and then, yeah, if, if someone, you know, if we're out with friends or whatever, and they're like, have you seen this movie? And if I know I like their taste, then, then I'll check it out w- once in every, like once in a great while, we'll just kind of scroll through, well, maybe not a great while, but once in a while I'll scroll through like prime Netflix, whatever's in front of me, watch, watch the trailer, or again, use those tools that we're talking about IMDB, uh, you know, reviews, stuff like that. And then based off of those reviews then i'll watch so that's kind of like flipping the channels now is almost scrolling through like the different options that are yeah i'm glad that's what you you're touching on again because i think the and then you see a lot of memes around it and you see a lot of um just uh general commentary around the idea of scrolling so you spend just so much time scrolling so I don't know if that's necessarily indifference or that's the new channel flipping is scrolling yeah, I think, yeah, I think it is. I think it's just deciding. It's almost like with these apps, the way it's set up, yeah, you could call it channels or it's almost like you're going to the video store right in your home, right? And just walking up and down Blockbuster. Instead, you're just hopping from title to title. But in the video store, you almost had more um, drive to pick a single mo- or a couple of movies. You you were more decisive in the video store. Yeah, you usually are. go thinking, okay, I'm going to get this one, grab that, or... And then maybe grab another for the next day or, or if you're going to watch two. Or it, it's a lot of times what you'd happen is if they were out, like if it was a popular movie and they were out of the movies, then you would just have to do what we do now. You'd have to kind of panic pick, you know, and just go, go up and down the aisles and find something. You remember that at Blockbuster? There was just, if there was like a new whatever, let's just say it was, I don't know. Gone maybe, in 60 seconds. Sure, got it perfect they would have like almost an entire wall covered in DVDs and they'd leave the boxes up there and you'd have to go behind the box and like take. So how about, all right. So Titanic was a double VHS. So, well, there wasn't DVDs when Titanic came out, the double VHS literally taking up an entire section of the store. Yeah. You remember that at all? Of course. Yeah, of course. And then they'd have, they'd advertise for it out front. And you know, if you didn't get there, if you didn't get there by five o'clock, six o'clock, it could be gone. 
So would you say there's an oversaturation of, of movies and content right now? Because I kind of touched on it a little bit being last podcast being overwhelmed or feeling like there's stuff piling up. Yeah, there's, there's I mean, almost... there's a lot of crap out there. But I mean, again, that's why I use those tools. Like, that's why I use IMDb. OK, Usually... so putting putting Blockbuster back in <laughs> back in uh, context here, when you had to choose between Gone in 60 Seconds and Ernest's Halloween, it was a no, you know, no brainer. You're going to go with Gone in 60 Seconds. Uh, I don't know choose. if that's a no brainer, but that, that's, well, an, that's well, a well, okay. Okay. Eight times, nine times out of 10, you're going to go with Gone in 60 Seconds of because course, you had yeah. to choose between the two. Well, yeah. That, but now you don't have to choose. So, you know, does it devalue, are movies devalued or are less important to us as a, as individuals or as a, what no, do you I think? think? I think you just have more options. I mean, there's no risk in, like if you went to Blockbuster, but are movies pick... less important? Do they have less gravity than they used to? I think there's more of them. I don't think that they're less important. No, but like you just you have to be able to sift them out a little bit better. Like there's less of there's less of a consequence if you just click on a shitty one, right? And it sucks. You usually know within like the first ten minutes, like this is either poor acting, poor production, the story sucks. Usually, no. Within the first ten minutes, you can go to the next one. Whereas, it, when you used to have to go to the movie store, there's more of a risk because a you'd have to pay for it no matter what. You couldn't return it and just be like, "This suck, give me my money well, back." And you'd have to drive to and from. Like that was it. That was your choices for the night. So there's a lot less and, risk in. But similar to when you're buying a, an album, a full album of a band. Um, remember, we we buy the CD. We convince ourselves that we liked it because that's what I'm asking. Is it did did films oh. like did they hold more weight because you only could have so many that's a good point i think so yeah then i think so i think that there's a lot of stuff that maybe if it was out today and just available through streaming that we would have missed if it wasn't the old format and if there wasn't as many options i do hear what you're there's, saying but there's a ton usually of stuff with, that i wouldn't have watched but with with like the internet and like with like you were saying social stuff and word of mouth, like online word of mouth. Now you're just not only with your friends, like you could go online and just see what people are talking about. I feel like the internet kind of uh, picks the, does the work for you, right? So if there's a movie that's, you know, maybe unheard of or like a, what would you call it? Like a uh, amateur movie that's like awesome, then, you know, then someone else, someone out there is watching everything and it'll eventually get, you know, get the, Hype that, no, I wonder, though, that maybe I wonder how many things, how much good stuff is just being, you know, pushed to the bottom. I don't know. It's 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 tough to tell. It, it's hard to tell, but I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I I feel like there isn't, there's more stuff definitely, but I, it's easy to, it's just as easy to identify the crap and there's, there's less time that it takes to do that, right? You don't have to drive well, I guess anywhere. The, and the original, but the original question was, do, you know, have movies been devalued or do they hold less weight uh, culturally? I guess now that you say that, the way that you're putting it now, yet yeah, because there's, right, only because there's just more of it. There's more of it. There's more money for it. There's well, more. It, yeah. It, yeah, def well, definitely. It's, it, the nature of, of movies have changed as well. As you touched on last uh, podcast, there's more limited series that, um, people are doing, I, I just finished up the outsider for the second time through, and there's a ton of A-list celebrities that are in 
this uh, you know eight part series. Mm-hmm. Um, but I but again, what so, so what big movie stars or what big actors are taking are different. Um, but also, what we've touched on this leads me to my second question is what a celebrity um, is has changed. So, in one sentence, can you define what is a celebrity or what a celebrity is? I think it's someone that has a large following, period. I think that that's what celebrity is now today. So what's large then? Um, let's say over 100,000 people. I think, but right. I think that 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 number back, I think that number back in the day wouldn't be as large. Right. So yeah, you're right. So when you say local celebrities, right, like probably, I don't know, there's probably more than a hundred thousand people who knows Fritz Weatherby. Like, I, I don't know, like the, it's hard to put a number on it, but I just think that, Ryan, let's let's change the definition to a le- a relatively large following. That's who a celebrity is. Yeah, but again, large is is relative. So, exactly. You know, Michael so Jackson that's, and that's, Michael Jordan are. Well, there's different tiers for sure. There's there's like megastars and superstars and like there's there's people on this planet where there there's billions of people who know who they are, and then there can be a celebrity where they have you know a hundred thousand followers on Instagram, and they're a celebrity at a at a different level or a different tier. You and I might not know who they are, but just because, but just because we don't know who they are, doesn't mean they're not a celebrity, right? But so, so, the, so the actual definition of celebrity is a famous person or uh, the state of being well known. And I was like, okay, well, what's a famous person? And it's the definition of famous is known about by many people. So it's very loosely defined. I, th- I think what I said was kind of in line with that. So yeah, it is. It, I, and I think it's even the term is even looser today because like with movies you're saying from your last question, there's just way more celebrities today than there are than there was, you know, whatever. And I think that there will be in the future. Like think think back to like the 50s, right? You'd have movies in like four TV stations, right? That, that you could find your celebrities on. That was the medium or, or maybe radio and politics, throw and that music- in. And musicians, right? Radio, and musicians, yeah. right. But like you would rely on that one spot on that one device in order. To, so the, the, the space, the medium space was a lot smaller. Now it's a lot bigger to fill almost infinite with like the internet and all this, all the streaming services. So yeah, there's that much more celebrity out there. It's just, they're not as, so I think back, back in, you know, 50s, 60s, whatever, if you were the, the concentration of people or like the percentage of people who would know who a celebrity was, would probably be, you'd walk into a room and ask who, I don't know, Elvis was, you know, you get nine out of 10 people who know who that was. Whereas today, I think even if you said someone to the point to the to the heights of like, I don't know, Miles Teller or yeah, Leo, I'll use Miles Teller because he's a little less than Leo, but like you might get five out of 10. Right. And he's a pretty big celebrity. So I I just think it's a little less concentrated. But right. The the definition of celebrity hasn't changed, but the culture and the nature of what a celebrity is or who, how their lives are or, or who they can be, I think has changed. Yeah. You know, what's an indicator that I've, it's kind of morbid, but doesn't it seem like a celebrity dies almost every, every week, right? Like in today's culture. Well, that's a, it's a big world. There are a lot of celebrities. Think how well, many that's what people I'm saying. But, but think, but think back in the day, film. like think back in the day, like when there was a celebrity that would die, we, it, it seemed to be not as frequent. 
But that's just because, like, the point that we're making, there's just more and more and more people that we have the capacity to follow and know and just to be out there. And, well, and, and actually, as math goes, there was a population, huge population boom, I mean, in the in the, 60, the 50s and 60s. Uh, and therefore, you know, there's going to be the greater the population, the more people there are that are going to die. Right. Right. But I mean, the ones that as a, as a bigger population gets older, you know, there's going to be more deaths than there was in the previous one because there are more people. Right. For sure. But I mean, I, I would think that there is more celebrity deaths. Right. Like because there's more celebrity. Well, I think the nature of celebrity Hollywood was, you know, the 1900s. Uh, the 20th century, you know, really was kind of defined by Hollywood, you know, in a for uh, American culture in, in a lot of ways. Right. Because it's just one spot that everything's coming out of. Right. Like that was the spot. And now now you I mean, look, you were down in Asheville. That's like a what huge... was an idea. You know, it was an idea. It was also uh, a physical Hollywood. place. It was also a physical place where right. that, the majority of that stuff is happening. And it still is. Like the majority, the percentage, it's still all coming out of California, L.A., Hollywood. But like, you know, you don't, you don't have to. People can use their iPhones now to, to, to create a movie. And it's just a matter of who picks it up. So, all right. I, my, my, my last thing here isn't necessarily a question, but just kind of more of feeding off of um, some stuff. Just, just with some stuff I've been watching lately. We had a podcast a while ago. It's probably about a year ago now, where we we tackled movie cliches, or we came up with a bunch of movie cliches. And I didn't go back and listen to it, but I know that these weren't on it. And I just wanted to bring these up and kind of get your reaction. Um, okay. One one of the movie cliches that I, I find hilarious is the call in the middle of the night. So it's usually like an old detective or whatever who's working on a case, right? He's like, first off, he has a landline, no matter what the time is. He has a landline or yeah. Yeah. or some sort of old cell phone next to his bed, on not, not on silent, on ring, that he answers up. And what's the word that he always says when he picks it up? Do you care to guess? Well, there's what? Yeah, or, exactly. Uh, There's two words. It's what or yeah. Those are the two things that they say all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Because yeah, they're like on there, and then there's always a blurred spouse in the back. Exactly. That was the other thing that I had down here. It's always like like the, his his wife in curlers and like a full pajama set, maybe a night mask on, who doesn't hear the phone ringing. She doesn't hear it. She's just completely still throughout the whole thing. Yeah, it's the yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is it though? <laughs> it's yeah. It's hilarious. That that was one of them. I have uh, unrealistic apartments or dorms, right? So like if you go into, there's like, there'll be like a junior copywriter making, you know, nothing, making peanuts in their first job. And then they go to their New York City apartment and it's like this 3,000 square foot open concept thing. Like that's, that's... was it in the, the the departed where Marky Mark or no no Matt Damon's apartment it is pretty ridiculous for a you know a state detective right exactly yeah it's it's everywhere it's everywhere in these in these movies like they just need somewhere cool to film so like they just basically ask you to to just forget the fact that this person is working for peanuts and but they yet have this you know penthouse suite oh like okay so that that's like uh, the the bartender in. Uh, in the latest uh top gun movie the yeah yes perfect perfect yes jennifer so connelly is working interest in the in, oh it's jennifer connelly that's yeah. right 
She's she, she's uh, working yeah, at she the military at bar, bar. In right. the military base, and she's got this ballin' beach house that uh, somehow she she pays the, the yeah taxes the on. tips off of that Coors Light paid for her her oceanside villa or, or oceanside flat. So um, yeah, now that I, I like I like the middle of the night call because I don't think because when I'm asleep I'm dead to the world. So I've had like. <laughs> I used to have girlfriends get mad at me because they'd call and I want to talk about it. And I'm just like completely, that would not wake me up in the middle of the night. I turn my phone on silent. I think everyone turns their phone on silent. Like unless you're expecting something. I just, it doesn't disturb me. You know, the alarm sound sure does. But for some reason, the phone call doesn't wake me up at all. And the fact that it's usually a landline too, right? Like he's usually picking Oh, that's for dramatic effect. I think it took... You know, film uh, directors a long time to let go of the flip phone. Right. So there, the flip phone for hanging, and then the payphone slamming the payphone mm-hmm. as if someone could hear you hanging up on them multiple times, could hear your anger through <laughs> you're slamming the payphone down or slamming your your uh, your. Uh, and it's always if they slam it, it's always louder. They're, they have to, the person on the other side has to pull the phone away from them. Or yes, there's, exactly. There's right. an instant dial tone. There's no such thing as a dial tone anymore. And then there's right. then you hear dial tone, which even when there was landlines, you wouldn't get. It would just it would beep if anything, but or just there's be no silent. dial tone anymore. Interesting. Yeah. I guess I hadn't really thought of that before. Um, well, there is. If you have a landline, out. if you still have a landline, I think there's a dial tone. But uh, it's just it's for as much as it is in shows and movies, it's not a thing anymore. The last, the, the last one that I the last one that I had is the last second save. So the shot again. If you wanted to bring that up from the latest Top Gun, it's it's always there. The bad guys saying something bad, and it's inevitable that they're about to kill the hero. And then all of a sudden, there's someone in the same room who had to have made noise to get in there, but is not seen mm. off camera and makes the shot at the last time. I guess this happened with, oh, in Top yeah. Gun when the when the other guy came and saved uh, Teller and Cruz. Um, you know, you don't see this big jumbo jet, you know, this F1 or, what, or F-16 or whatever it was coming right at you. The enemy doesn't see it. He took just an extra second too long to shoot. And then there it was, the last second saved. So... No, the the lack of there. Sometimes people get this like tunnel hearing in movies where there's. So I was watching, sadly watching Constantine the other day. That's not and sad. I, I like that movie. No, but I've seen it a million times. I should be watching new stuff. You're right. Um, I should oh, be yeah. watching Antlers. Um, but anyways, the guy there's a guy who gets hit by a car, and like the sound, you can like hear his footsteps, and he's in the like in the middle of the day, and it's completely quiet, and then all of a sudden. truck comes yeah you didn't hear that come you absolutely would have at least seen it if not heard if it's off screen it doesn't make a sight or a sound you the you're expected to believe that everyone all the actors are only seeing what you're seeing in that six 16 by 9 frame that's that's your screen so no the the yeah the tunnel hearing is totally a, a thing that is completely unbelievable yeah, someone someone entering a house, you know, creaking through all the floorboards, and then and then somehow taking someone by surprise. What would you say if you had to guess? And I don't have the numbers here, but what is how many how many times in movies has that happened with the last second save or shot? It has to be over a hundred, right? Like there's the times seconds. in there's times in movies I where mean, it happens like multiple times. Yeah, I mean Star Wars. It happens how many times? You know, it's. It can't, it's you can't count it, it's thousands. I yeah. would say it, it's happened. 
All right. Well, that's all I had for you, Doug. I know we wanted to keep this one so, under. Last under... question that I have. Last question I have for you, real quick, and hopefully it's a quick answer. And I'm encouraging all those who listen to uh, reach out and tell me what they. Uh, how do you get new music? Where are you learning about new music, and 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 what are you listening to it on? So is is it just Spotify telling you, or no, it's a how variety. are you getting I... new music these days? Is the question. Um, being over at people's house, being out and hearing something, shazamming it. If I hear something at like a bar or if I hear something at a, you know, house, house party, Hey, what is that? So it's uh, totally yeah, personal. Ask, it's, there's no app you go to, to say, this is, the, there's no billboard 100 for, for people. These no. Days, so then there's, think. then there's podcasts too. So I have a bunch of music podcasts that I listen to that, that just, you know, that have the title tracks on them. And then what I'll do is I'll go over to Spotify and just add them as like new music. Uh, but no, like when you and I, when you, when you got that, um, like we said on the last pod, that new record, like that's something. Yeah. That it'll it'll sure, basically it, be it word of sounds... mouth or being out listening to something or yeah, if something randomly comes up on Spotify. Spotify does do a pretty good job of being like, if you like this, check out this playlist. And so I'll, I'll usually give that a shot. But much like movies and in in other media right now, uh, music is decentralized, and there's no there you know there's no MTV, there's no radio to tell the main the uh, us kids <laughs> or the you know the mainstream where to what's cool and what what music is playing because we are listening. You and I are listening to different stuff and that's we exchange it between each other but we're listening to very different avenues of music i think that there is though i think that generally like the newer music i don't think there's one channel to go to to find no but kids you know, i think like if they're if, if kids are going to a party today i think that if they're playing music it's not just like it's not like 10 people coming together when they haven't heard the same songs i think i still think that there's popular songs that i think they just hear it either well, if they have Sirius XM, like there's there's different channels that I'm sure everyone's listening to, like you know if they're whatever scrolling through and and hear a song on one of their social I think they're media getting platforms. It. I, I like, think a lot of people are getting it from TikTok and yeah, what exactly. songs are Perfect. trending on TikTok. Perfect. Yeah, that's um, that's how and it and it, it's still unified. It's just they're not listening to full albums. It's it's songs right like and i don't even know if they're being right. released as as full albums but i think that they're still unifying music for the younger generation i that's sure I'm there's more options new, but... new music there's not i don't know if there's one central source or a couple central sources to even go to it, it in my experience it seems like it's it's a lot like yours and that it you know, you, you piece your collection together by listening to what other people are listening to. Mm -hmm. And like, for me, I get a lot of the songs from, from film and, and TV. Uh, like I just finished up the outsider and every time they're in the, uh, the strip club, dude, there's a, there's always some banger on like, and I'm just a heavy <laughs> bass song. I'm just like, does that make you want to download it? Or does that make you want to go to yes, a strip club? hundred percent. I go to right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I get a lot of my new music from, which is, I think, a new phenomenon from music and uh, and, and series and stuff. But, but anyways, I mean, there's we're we're gonna be going forth uncovering a lot of new trends, hopefully, or at least touching on them or observing them, because we're not the first to uncover, you know, to talk about these. But it's all new to me. For there's so much new stuff to that's happening and to comment on and to. So you can you guys can expect you the crowd the listeners. Uh, can expect to hear from us a little bit more, I think, going forward. 
Awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to it, Doc. These short ones are fun, and especially when we're riffing. But uh, yeah, we hopefully get back in the swing of things soon. So it's been fun. Peace. Peace. Set me up to zone